pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hey, is this 0600? What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Speaking of early. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. They're all completely gassed. They've given it everything on the global bucket. Here comes Jay Here comes Jay Higgins making the play around Sweden. Jesse Higgins yes. yes. to the line. Yes. And it is yes. Jesse Higgins delivering a landmark moment that will be etched in U.S. Olympic history. Hey, so uh, how did it go today? Pretty, 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 pretty good. Thought I was out. Pull me back in. It's time for the Mickey Plyler Show here on the Roar. Kansas falls to in-state Kansas State. My, uh, Virginia pounds Miami. National Relations Labor Board makes Dartmouth players employees. South Carolina's ranked for the first time in seven years, and Clemson heads to Chapel Hill. A busy Tuesday show, so let's go. Sports fans, glad to have you with us for the Tuesday edition of the Mickey Plyler Show. Tuesday, February the 6th, 2024. Hope all is well. Looking forward to a great show today. I'm in a great mood today. Going to get Dr. Milt Louder in here a moment with Milt. Tell you about that in a second when we're bringing Will Clinton. Uh, and also, we'll get with Tony Morrell, thebigspur.com. What's going on in Gamecock football? 8.05 this morning. Talk some college basketball scores from last night, some uh, previews tonight's games, what conferences are looking like, what nets are looking like, some rankings for the Gamecocks, uh, some National Labor Relations Board news, which we never talk about, but we're going to talk more about in the future, obviously, with the comes college athletics. Just, just a ton of things to do on what should be a beautiful Tuesday here in the upstate of South Carolina. The producer of Monday and Tuesday show, Mr. Will Clanton. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Doing well. How was your Monday? It was. It wasn't. It was a good Monday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, didn't do too much. Um, obviously, outside of working, um, I, I I tried ravioli for the first time. Homemade hold ravioli. On, hold on. Hold on. <coughs> You've had ravioli. Yes. You tried homemade ravioli. Yes. You, you made your own ravioli. I did. Okay. That's different. I thought you were going to break the news to me like Faxon did where he says he's never ridden a bicycle. So well, Hold on. Faxon Childress has never ridden a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, never ridden a bicycle. So I learned two things. Like I that. know. 
So, uh, what does making ravioli? What does that entail? Um, well, so I I'm getting closer to uh, after my first time getting closer to being perfect. Um, it really, it's just um, enclosing the dough. You get to use a little fork and. You know, oh yeah, yeah. I like how you do a little thing on the side like that. I, yeah, I was using what, two forks to speed up the process. What are the innards? Um, I I tried. I just wanted to go easy, so I I, I made a little bit of um, ricotta and yeah. um, what else did I use? Mozzarella. Okay, moots. Exactly. Mozzarella. Yeah. Um, my friend talks like he does his Italian said, and and uh, you know they shorten everything there, but you put some moots, mozzarella. Um, and how did it turn out? The flavor was good. I need to use. The innards need to be a little different with the cheese because it, the consistency was off. It okay. still tasted good, but I'm thinking next time, do a little research, use a different combination. Uh, get you a little, uh, get you a little lobster to put in there. A little crab meat, maybe. Get you a little, a little beef, a little maybe some mu- uh, mushrooms in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We did something different last night. For the last two nights, my best friend in the world brought over some venison the other day. I'm not a venison fan. My wife made this this bowl of rice and um, venison with black beans and corn and cheese and sour cream and then this um, taco, this uh, like a little spicy little salad dressing kind of thing on top of it. Fantastic. So... We opened up another uh, package of our venison last night and made spaghetti with it. And I'm telling you, either Ma was wrong about venison or we're getting better about making venison. It was fantastic. Two nights in a row, it was absolutely fantastic. So that was good. Uh, I did some fillets on the weekend, did some asparagus on the big green egg and, and the fillets over the weekend. That was good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm teetering now on doing a little, little crab meat. Um, on top of my steaks to see how that would work. Uh, I, do, I currently do garlic butter on top of them. But no, last night we had a great, great meal. That's fantastic. Um, segment two, what are you going to do today? Honestly, I want to talk a little bit about the news that came out about Dartmouth. Yeah. We're going to talk Dartmouth basketball for the first time ever <laughs> on today's show. So, and, and how it relates to just the operations of college sports. Yeah. It's, it's complicated because it's a private school. Um, are they even on scholarship? Because I don't think you can be on scholarship in the Ivy League. I don't think so. But and and so what, what we'll get into is can they can they uh, you know right now you can only work twenty hours a week in college basketball, college football, college athletics. You can only play or practice twenty hours a week. So, but but now would that be challenged too? You know all the rules that are out there. All the eligibility rules that are out there, all the, all the, I mean, all rules are up for grabs now because they're going to get sued like crazy. And a lot of people think this is the beginning of the end. I think the beginning of the end was a long time ago. So let's get into that today. That'll be fun. Um, I had a great meeting yesterday. My good friend, Tim Worley, Carolina Foreign Specials. I'll tell you about some of the specials coming up. Man, they're rocking and rolling. They're crushing it right now, Carolina Foreign Specials. That was good. Had a nice breakfast yesterday. So I had a breakfast after the show. I don't normally do that, but it was good. Uh, and always good catching up with him. Hey, 61 today. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be uh, 59 tomorrow, 59 Thursday, 60 on Friday. It's a chance of some rain on both Saturday, Sunday, or well, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, I'm going to speak down to the uh, Newberry Touchdown Club on Monday night. That'll be fun. 
But uh, hopefully we won't have bad weather traveling back and forth and that. But just looking at the long-term forecast, man, we're, we're not going to have another day in the 20s all the way through the uh, Tuesday, uh, the 20th of February. And while we got 67 on Sunday, even though it's rain, no lows in the 40s. So that's good news. What good news for Kansas last night? Uh, as Kansas came in off of a, a high and being ranked now fourth in the country, come off of a great win this past weekend, they go to Kansas State. You know, I love Kansas State's coach. And they've been a little bit quiet this year because they're 5-5 five and five in the league. They're 15-8 and eight overall. They're not, not what they were last year. But Kansas State beats Kansas last night 75-70. to 70. Uh, In the ACC last night, I, I no one is stunned that Virginia beat Miami. Virginia's now won seven in a row. What people are, what you should be stunned about, is that Virginia beat Miami last night, sixty to thirty-eight. Miami scored seventeen first half points and scored twenty-one second half points. Miami shot twenty-eight percent from the field. They shot ten percent from three. And they shot 53% for the free throw line. Miami last night missed 35 field goals out of 49 attempts. And they missed 7 of, of 15 free throws. Uh, and just uh, Virginia last night had 30 defensive rebounds. Now, Virginia didn't, didn't shoot all that much better. They, they, well, they shot 48%. But they were just 3 of 6 from, from 3. There, there were... There were 11 free throws made in the whole game last night. But Virginia locked down Miami. Virginia now, if you look at the ACC, Virginia now is 9-3 and three in the conference. And we kept looking for that third team. But it might be the second-best team. they got the second-best record in the league right now. I told you I'm not a big fan of Duke right now. The Tar Heels are obviously the best. Clemson goes to the Tar Heels tonight. 6.30 pregame show, 7 o'clock tip. Are you working that game, Will Clinton? I believe so. Good. Might want to find out between now and 6.30. <laughs> Um, but in that idea of who's in, and got the bracketologists are now starting. It's like, like when Groundhog calls that Caesar shadow, the bracketologists are now out. But we saw in that idea of who's the second or third best team, fourth best team in the league, I keep asking that question because at times you think it's Virginia Duke. At times you think it could be NC State, Clemson, Florida State, Wake Forest, Miami, Syracuse, I don't know, Virginia Tech, Clemson. Um, at other times it appears to be you know, there's nobody wanting to step up and do that. So, we'll talk much more about that. We do know, congratulations to the Gamecocks, for the first time in seven years, South Carolina's ranked. And they, they start out in the Associated Press poll from unranked to 15th in the, uh, in the country. So, good news there. In the coaches' poll, they're 20th in the country. So, good news there. Top uh, 10 right now, UConn number one, followed by Purdue, North Carolina, and Kansas. Houston five, followed by... Tennessee, Marquette, Arizona, Duke, and Illinois. 11 through 15, Wisconsin, Auburn, Baylor, Iowa State, South Carolina. 16 through 20, Bama, Kentucky, Dayton, Creighton. I like when Dayton and Creighton are back-to-back. Dayton, Creighton, uh, Florida Atlantic. 21 through 25, BYU, Utah State, Texas Tech, San Diego State, New Mexico. Which leads to be one of the points we're going to talk about today. And, and I talked about Clemson basketball with expectations. And what I'm telling you is that while and this, this is not a great league right now, and the league is there for the taking, but when you look up, historically speaking, yeah, I get it, UConn's won national championships. I get it, Purdue. For, but Purdue hadn't, hadn't been in the Final Four since 1980, oh, by the way. And Purdue hadn't won very many NCAA tournament games, but they're, but they're up there. I get North Carolina and Kansas are blue bloods. 
Houston wasn't. Now they are. I get it. Tennessee came from nowhere before Rick Barnes. They had no, Tennessee was a football school had nothing. Tennessee was worse in basketball than Clemson. They're sixth in the country. Marquette had one good run. Well, actually, two good runs. Um, but but they're back now. And I know there's no football at that place. Arizona's a power. Duke's a power. I get it. Illinois, yeah. Wisconsin. Auburn is a great example of what Clemson can be. Um, Baylor ha- at times ha- hadn't done anything. South Carolina and, and Clemson have both been – Clemson's been better than South Carolina basketball the last 25 years. Uh, Bama is a perfect example. You can be a football school and be great in basketball. Dayton, Creighton, Florida Atlantic. You've you got the resources these people have. You've got to change the mindset. You've got to change the attitude. Utah State, Texas Tech, San Diego State, New Mexico. This is, this is what can happen. And this is what, to be honest with you, should happen a little more often around here. So we'll talk about that as the show goes on. We'll lead to that later on. Um, besides that, again, the National Relations Board, we'll get into that a little bit. Super Bowl on Sunday. I want to talk about just the, the, the growth of the Super Bowl and how the Super Bowl got to be where it got to. And then finally, the, Chief, oh, sorry, the 49ers are miffed at their practice field. Have you seen this story? The, I have not, no. I'll tell you about it coming up in the show. And now it's, it's uh, oh, poor pitiful 49ers. With with the uh, practice football field conditions, so we'll get to that a little bit. Um, short break. I do want to tell you about my friends at Patterson's Tax Service. As I came by this morning, it it is. I'm telling you, you know how you say uh, death taxes and well, death taxes and the Patterson Tax Service being at doing taxes at five thirty in the morning. Isn't that crazy? I don't know how they do it, but they they bust it. They're in this big huge rush at first. Uh, the people that, that want refunds <laughs> faster and, and want to get them back going on, no doubt this is a great way to do it. Love the Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, pattex.com, 864-859-8289. Uh, got a great phone call yesterday that said, Mickey, want to send a shout-out to the Patterson Tax Service. Uh, the caller said that my, his dad passed away and his mom got caught with um, – you know, not not knowing what to do and how to do it when it comes to states or it comes to uh, taxes and how all that works out, and it, it worked out beautifully for them. Russell helped lead her through, obviously in a, in a hard time anyway, losing her husband, but through just through all that that uh, red work, a uh, red tape and, and paperwork and, and estates and taxes and all that kind of stuff. Russell helped that family through that, and that's exactly what they do uh, above and beyond through all that stuff. So we love them, Patterson Tax Service. Anywhere you hear my voice. They can do your taxes for you. P-A-T-T-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. We'll take a short break. We will come back. When we do, we'll have segment two with Mr. Will Clinton right after this. Hurry into Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just $4. Because this two-for-four deal won't last forever. It's bow time. Did you know State Credit Union offers excellent rates on car loans? And when you get your car loan from State Credit Union, you'll enjoy having no car payments for 90 days. Visit State Credit Union today in Anderson, Clemson, Seneca, Greenville, Spartanburg, or Greenwood. Or visit them online at scscu.com. That's scscu.com. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. 
Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months. Same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829 East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asked, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484 and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484. And remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Every shot, every block, every game. We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5, we are The Roar, where every day is game day.
I want to encourage you to get by and see our friends at, at CertaPro, CertaPro.com, 1-800-GO-CERTA. CertaPro painters are the most referred to paint company in North America. And part of that is is the power of the pro, power of, of that kind of team. They've got huge amounts of, of uh, here in the upset, South Carolina's three different uh three different franchisees and they've got a bunch of, uh, of, of of employees that are doing this for you so you know if you hire a small company in this case and a one one man band and uh, he's got a couple of fellas that work with him and all of a sudden uh, somebody's sick and they stay home then you're, you're you're behind that doesn't happen at Certa Pro because the power of, of all these teams are getting out and doing uh, all this work bottom line is it's going to be done on time on budget you're going to love it now Certa Pro does everything that's um, popcorn sealant removal that's uh, lime washing. That's cabinet refinishing. That's that's uh, brick painting. That that is um, the idea that, that you can color consultation. These are professionals at every single level. So if you want it done and done right, do like several of our listeners have texted in and talked about. Get it done with Certa Pro, and and you don't have the stress, the worry. You know it will be done. It's the power of a pro. I want to tell you if you want to learn more about Certa Pro, do a Google review and see what the Google reviewers say. 1-800-GO-CERTA, CERTAPRO.com, C-E-R-T-A, CERTA Pro Painter, CERTAPRO.com. Segment two of Mr. Will Clinton. So as we've alluded to in segment one, um, Dartmouth, an Ivy League school, uh, their men's basketball team has been allowed to be called employees of the university after a petition. Um, now, this was reported about 13 hours ago. Um, it, I think it only took about two hours for Dartmouth to confirm that they would be appealing that ruling. Um, and that was ruled by the NLRB. National Labor Relations Board. Yes. Right. Outside of the NCAA. Um, this is... This is a little more of a unique situation than you would think. Um, first of all, I'd like to point out that Dartmouth is currently five and fourteen overall, one and five in their conference. They might be employees, but they need to be fired. <laughs> they need to be disciplined at least. Um, but the Ivy League does not give athletic scholarships, so. These basketball players are at a little bit more of a disadvantage when it comes to compensation. Um, you know, not every single Division One basketball school is just handing out NIL money. Um, it is a lot more common. There's a lot of players on what you would call group of five teams that are receiving a good amount of money. The Ivy League is outside of that. I think this is going to play in significantly into how these smaller schools are going to operate. Um, obviously, we have the Big Ten and the SEC getting together and scheming and kind of coming up with uh, how they're going to govern themselves outside of the NCAA. When that happens, you're going to have a chain reaction with the, the have-nots who are going to have to figure out how to do things themselves. I have several questions here, and, and to be honest with you, uh, I have more questions than answers. Um, first and foremost, according to 
their, their own board, the National Labor Relations Board. They propose that college or university students working in jobs connected to their studies aren't employees covered by the National Relations Board and can't unionize. That was a previous uh, ruling. In this case, there's there's more questions than answers. So so if if you are employees and you can unionize, what does that mean differently than than being a student? Number one is if you're employees, I would say you're compensated, right? Well, let me back all you up. The National Labor Relations Board does not cover public institutions. They have no jurisdiction over public institutions. Only private schools. Uh-huh. Northwestern football tried this a few years ago. The Big Ten, or Northwestern itself maybe, um, had an appeal, and the football players lost the appeal. So uh, on, on the surface, this looks like the NCAA crumbling and the amateur model crumbling, and I get that, and that's true. The problem here is is that there's so many more answers, I mean so many more questions than answers. In 21, 2021, the top lawyer for the for that NLRB said they should be employees. And now this is the next step for that. But but what does it mean? So it means, first and foremost, an employee is, is going to be compensated. All right? That means salaries. Um, that means, are, are they going to have retirement benefits? Uh, are they going to contribute to their own retirement benefits? Can they opt in, opt out of that? Um, they already, by the way, I, I'm guessing at Dartmouth, they already have free health care. You would assume so. All right. Now, uh, almost the employees that I would think of, know of, is there's going to be a charge for that. The, the Dartmouth can charge them for that health care, right? You're going to, you pay out of your paycheck for health care, mm-hmm. right? So that, is that going to change that? And that, that's a negative on the player side, obviously. Um, can they be fired? You would have to assume so. Can they Can they have a non-compete? It depends on the state. All right, state by state with that. Mm-hmm. So it, do, they, do they want it in the middle of a season where somebody goes 4 of 16 from the field and you go to work on Monday and you go, ah, you're fired. I mean, you, this sounds absurd, we're choosing to go in a different direction. Can you be fired at your job? Yes. I can be fired at mine. Can you be fired? So be careful what you wish for through a lot of this. And there's, there's more, many, many more questions than that. I mean, one of the things, uh, working conditions. Labor unions are going to, one of the sticking points among many, or one of the contentions among many of the, of the unionized, or the unions out there, are, are working relations. Can they say, you know what? We're not going to practice on these days. We're not going to practice through this time of year. Is there going to be negotiations if these are employees and if they do unionize on the the players? I'm or sorry, the employees. There you go. Telling them, you know what? Here's here's what we propose practice times look like. If you do it in football, are you going to tell me we're not going to go in pads? We are going to go in pads. We can only practice these days. Um, how, how about travel accommodations? Are they going to? I mean, these are working conditions. Are they going to tell them how they can travel? What you know? What what the what the rooms, the hotel rooms look like on the on the road? I mean, there's, there's that's what unions do, right? Working conditions. 
That's 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 a great question. It, and, and, oh, the fi- not the final one, but the, maybe the biggest one. Are they going to go to class? And here's where Dartmouth, being an Ivy League school who does not give athletic scholarships, brings me to this question. What about the players who are there on an on a, a academic scholarship? How does that play into their employment? Is that something that would have to be written into their contracts? Because there's going to have to be contracts player by player, especially with the NIL that's coming through. Yeah. Are, are we going to pay? Are they going to have to pay taxes on their scholarships? Well, because let me ask you this. Essentially, well, that's income. My, my guess is with Dartmouth, and, and I don't know this for a fact. My gut tells me that Dartmouth is like a lot of the Ivy League schools that have these huge endowments. And that while these basketball players are on scholarship, they're on on academic on, on athletic scholarship. They're on academic scholarship. Can you look up something for me? Uh, tuition or cost of attendance at, at Dartmouth? Yes, because that's an interesting one. But on a bigger scale, I would say, and this is just a guess as well. Yeah. So Dartmouth. Um, in 2022, $62,000 a year to attend. All right. Are you, if you're an employee, are you still going to be eligible for those academic scholarships? That's a good question. It, it, it drives a wedge between the student and the athlete. Sure it does. And the endowment of Dartmouth, by the way, $8.1 billion yep. with a let me ask you this. Let's say it happened at Clemson. Clemson has 8,000 employees right now. How many do you how many of those employees do you think are also students? Um I would say I would say 10 to 15%. Um there's a lot of I I would say a lot more than that. In terms of Clemson employees, take classes. I think you are allowed to take one or two a semester free of charge. That, that's what I'm saying. So, but so getting back to maybe the biggest question of of all of this: if you are deemed an employee, do you still have to take classes? If you're a basketball player, and who's going to decide this? Is the labor board going to be in on that decision? On academics, is it going to be the union boss? You know, it's. Are the teamsters coming up there? They're gonna be. They're gonna be uh, busting people's heads open or something. You know, what? What does? If if you're a basketball coach, I, I would say any, anybody in a leadership position. You know, when you're dealing with the union. Uh, you're only you're you're a negotiator, by the way, against whatever they say. Are, are they going on strike? Let's say that they don't like their pay. Let's say that, what they're what are they five and fourteen? You said on the season. What yes. if they win a few games? They want more money, want better conditions. Go on strike. And, and so now we're going to have it to where basketball teams and football teams, the middle of the season, games are canceled because they're on strikes. On strike, and then what are we going to do? Can we go hire other players? Are we going to hire? Are we going to hire scabs? You see, the point here, Will, is 
And we're only touching the tip of the iceberg. And you already kind of have that with opt-outs. I mean, I know that's just for bowl yeah. season, but that's, that you're essentially saying, I'm not, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to work. The point is, through all this, is this is the tip of the iceberg, and there are many, many more questions than answers. In theory, I totally disagree with the idea. I am fundamentally against this idea that a student athlete playing a college sport is an employee. In my mind, the, uh, you go to college. My mind is you, while in college, you're a student. If you do play a sport, you're a student athlete. In my mind, I think that you and, – and, and people can argue against this. And I, I'm not saying I'm totally right about this. I'm not saying that you could be wrong if you argue against it. But in my mind, it is you prepare in college to go after college to go have a career. And that's where you start working. And I worked in, in sports information office when I was in college. And I was making $7 an hour, $5 an hour, whatever it was. But that wasn't my career, right? I was a student at the time, a student assistant at the time. But that wasn't my career. Essentially an internship. Right. That In, in that case, I, I was preparing to do this, right? With, so my mind is that these are amateurs and that, that you're a student athlete, not an employee. Again, right or wrong, you can argue against that. And I'll, I'll listen to your argument. But if now if you're saying that you're employees, then is it a student employee or is this an employee? Can I fire you? I think in the next two years we're going to find a lot of, of – we're going to have answers to all those questions. With the Big Ten and the SEC getting together, do you think that they're going to set a precedent for at-will employment of – well, you can't call them student athletes anymore, but yeah, it, it, I think that that the Big Ten and the SEC and their joint advisory committees, I think that they are going to make them employees. But with that comes stipulations. Like I have stipulations here in my job. You have them there. Our listeners have them in their job, and you're gonna sign a contract that says you do this, this, and this. My guess is, and this is the gut. I don't know. My guess is that in, in the, the new Big Ten uh, SEC model, they're going to be paid. But with that, in, in, uh, in, in order to get that compensation, uh, you will do this, this, and this. But I don't think that the Big Ten – I think the Big Ten and the SEC, the, the secondary part of it is that they expect the unionization. See, we have two different things here with the Dartmouth deal. One is the classification of employees. And they can be employees without unionizing. To me, it's a bigger deal of the employee model. I mean, the union, that's going to be secondary, and that's fine. But there are, there are uh, I was talking to a friend yesterday about jobs and, and some things. Some jobs come with company cars, some don't. You can get them company cars? It depends on the state. It depends on the university. It depends on the conference. Yeah. I, I think that these bargaining chips are going to start falling a lot quicker than a lot of people realize. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, what, six or seven days ago that the announcement of the Big Ten and SEC partnership came out. Now we've got this. I think you're going to see a lot more 
um, of stories like this in the news in, in the coming weeks and months leading up to next uh, academic year or next employment year, maybe we should call it. Um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. I think we should get a lawyer on here to try to um, try to break down some of these issues. Uh, I, I'll work on that this week. I can tell you what they're going to say is um, yes and no, because it depends on this, this, and this, and their interpretation of this, this, and this. And it could be that, but it could be this. That's my guess. So... I got a bunch of text on the subject. We'll get to these texts coming up in a second. It's fascinating. I do think that an unintended consequence of that is fans are going to be even farther turned off. As I, my, my wife and I were discussing this this weekend, and I, I made the point that people are turned off by and she said i don't understand you know everybody knows the kids are making money blah 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 my wife is not a sports fan she doesn't think it's sports and i said but here's the problem the nfl is crushing it right now we don't why do we need two nfls because that's what you're intent we've tried the usfl we tried the afl we tried the european league we tried all this stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you with this well and, and, and we don't need two NBAs, we don't need two Major League Baseballs, we don't need two of those. I, I think this is going to crush college athletics if we go that employee route because people, they want to pretend that, 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 oh, man, it's still about the horseshoe and the big house and, and the rock and the hill and sandstorm and between the hedges and all. That's going to go away, I think, long term. And, and here's what's scary. The NFL announced this yesterday. College football can't compete with the NFL. It can't. It, it can't compete on the same model. The NFL announced yesterday that they're going to the, the opening game of the season next year is going to be in Brazil, and that's not the big news. First time ever in South America. That's not the big news. The big news is it's going to be on a Friday night. So now the NFL is going to play on Thursday night, on Friday night, on Saturday, I mean on Sunday, and on Monday night. And so this idea that you're going to see college football all over these televisions all over night, that's not happening, man. Because in, in essence, they back down on Thursday. Then the college football called Uncle on Thursday and gave it to the NFL because they can't compete. Look at the TV ratings. College football is in trouble if it tries to compete head-to-head with the NFL. Now the NFL's got Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday. And, the, and so, so what the answer is to, to go make another NFL? You're not going to be able to compete against them. It's not going to happen. Do you think the NFL starts to leak into college football? Where the leadership of the NFL comes in and says, all right, this is our junior league. Nah. Why would they? They get it for free now. Why would they want to pay anything or try to invest in it? It's free labor now. That's true. And if, they, if they're not competing with them, there's no reason to. <laughs> no. What, you, why are you going to try to assist the people? That you, you, what you're going to try to do is choke them out. Hmm. Got a lot to discuss. Hmm. Short break. Much more after this. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. 
The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, SeaWee, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park. Birds of Prey flight demos at Marion Square. Live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Galliard. The Sporting Showroom at the Charleston Marriott and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss SeaWee, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit SeaWee.com. That's S-E-W-E.com. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope, you won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. Samantha Porter, environmental educator, ready to encourage you. Pizza boxes, shipping and packaging boxes, appliance boxes are all examples of cardboard that is easy to recycle. Did you know that every school in Anderson County recycles their cardboard? And you can too. Did you know that cardboard generates the most recycling dollars which allows our convenience centers to remain open and free to our residents? Anderson County Solid Waste is here to serve and help. 260-1001. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in the zone. So what if I need a new one? No problem. We have the right battery for your car, starting at only $89.99. Get in the zone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It's Race for the Green Time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. It's hoop season here at The Roar, and we've got you covered all day long. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. Try to guess this. I know the song. Uh, can I think about it? I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. Wendy's is open right now. 
six thirty this morning. Wendy's is open up and and uh, they're open till late night as well. So uh, get by and, and see the breakfast biggie bundles right now. This is an amazing deal, two for three dollars, and those bundles um, are are awesome. And man, the biscuits get your day started with biscuits and hot coffee or. Or some uh, seasoned potatoes, uh, so potato sides and all. It's, it's just great stuff. Uh, I love the chicken making, maple bacon croissant. Uh, the breakfast baconator. Look at that thing. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. A little breakfast baconator. Start your day off right. Do it with our great friends over at uh, Wendy's. And quick and easy. And the, still the best bargain in all of fast food. Get your day started right without breaking the bank. Starting off already in the hole. So great friends over at Wendy's. So the thing that I talked right for the the break, and, and let me be clear on this. I don't know what's going to happen with how many schools are going to be <coughs> employees if you voluntarily do this or you're forced to do this. Again, the rules are different for uh, private schools compared to public schools. The National Relations Board does not have any, uh, can't really rule on any uh, public school issues. They can only rule in private school issues. That's why Northwestern was the first to try to do this. The football players actually voted it down after after the appeal. They won the first one years ago, and then they decided not to after they lost the appeal to fight it farther. Uh, in theory, there's a lot of things that you say, oh, yeah, well, they're, they're making money. Everybody's making money, so they need to make money. Yeah, I, I get that argument, that's, that's, but that's only part of the equation. you got to consider everything else that's out there with this. Um, there's two major, in my mind, there's two major things to consider here. Number one is is the the overall unintended consequences of what all this means. Exactly like should should a person own their own name, their own image, their own likeness? Sure. Are we willing to put up with the unintended consequences of it? I'm not. But we're, that's what we're doing. Talk about that in a second. The other part of this is what you're competing against in college athletics. As 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 I mentioned before, football, professional football now is moving to Friday nights as well. They're already on Thursday nights. They're on Sunday and on Monday. If you notice, college football doesn't try to compete on Monday. They don't try to compete on Sunday. Uh, They don't compete oh, they gave up on thursday remember when thursday night football and college football was a big deal the thursday night game you couldn't wait for it well nfl said oh well let me see if we want to do that all right yeah now like they're I, to this point they're not competing on a saturday who's to say they wouldn't if they see a weakness in there but now they're on friday nights and and the reason that the college football went to friday night is they got pushed out of thursday night by the NFL. Look at the ratings of Thursday night NFL games compared to uh, Thursday night college football games. The NFL crushes them to the point where college football and the conferences called uncle, and they don't put any big games on Thursday night anymore. So you don't want the, – the point there is you don't want uh, NFL 2.0. You can't beat the NFL. You can't compete with it. It's not even close. And what you're doing now – I'll ask you this, Will Clinton, theoretically speaking. If you make football players and basketball players employees and you pay them as an employee, then what is your differentiation 
your differentiation tool against the NFL. How would that? How would you be different in college football than the NFL? What's different now? Well, they just don't get paid as much. They're a little younger in most cases, a little less experienced, and, um, and there's more teams. Right. None of those appear to be a stronghold for how to compete. If you're going to go compete against something head-to-head in their model, on their playing field, you got to have some sort of differentiation model. Yeah, we're going to play. We're going to look like Ohio State in uniforms. We're still going to have a band. Right? We're still going to to have cheerleaders. Oh, by the way, you know, currently cheerleaders are are lettermen and letter winners. You start paying your cheerleaders? You start paying your band? I'm sure there's perks to the job yeah. since it is a job now. Texture asked why would the NFL want to destroy the product that provides them labor and talent? Because it's a secondary of, of input. Did, did, and so the, the question might be, well, they don't want to do that, right? That you wouldn't want to kill your, your labor and your talent on the front side of it. If that's the case, why did the NFL go to Thursday night? And speaking of Thursday nights, um, this past season, the lowest amount of viewers on a Thursday night NFL football game, 9.8 million. That's the lowest. Right. And that would be among the highest in college football on, on a rivalry Saturday. Yeah, correct. Yes. A prime time uh, Southern Cal Notre Dame ranked matchup. Texas said the NFL only has so many, so many products, though. They only have so many games they put on, on a given weekend. Yeah, 16. So why not? Uh, one on a Thursday, dominate the ratings. One on a Friday, dominate the ratings. Already got one on Monday night, dominate the ratings. One on Sunday night, that's four. You got 14 more. I mean, you could you could play four games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or you got 12 more, sorry. And just completely dominate the entire lineup. What what's the difference if you're gonna make them employees? What's the difference in pro, pro football and college football? As an employee, you're getting paid a lot more to be in the NFL. So right now, some kids are making more in the than in a lot of kids are making a lot more in NFL. I mean, in college football than they would make in the NFL because they couldn't make it in the NFL. But but to that point, Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback right now, six hundred eighty thousand dollars. Is that there? His salary? Are, there are quarterbacks in college football who make more than Brock Purdy. Correct. Currently, Texas said they they uh, went to Thursday to make more money, but that doesn't mean their end goal or, or was to score college football. No, they're not trying to score college football. They're trying to make more money. But can you make more money by putting more product on without any more competition? They had competition on Thursday night, correct? Yes. They went in and dominated it on Thursday night. They had competition on Friday, right? They announced that yesterday they're going to play football, NFL football, on Friday this year. The opening game is going to be on Friday in, 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 in Brazil. They will destroy that competition. Who's to say? You're, in the NFL's eyes, you're losing money when you have 
two games on at the same time. Yes, they're competing against each other. The, let me ask something. Would you want an NFL game to compete against an NFL game or an NFL game to compete against a college game? If you're the NFL, you want it to compete against the college That's game. right. That's exactly right. So, in the end, again, I have more questions than I have answers. I don't know answers to a lot of these. But make them employees if you want. How's it going to go or PR-wise when you fire the tight end or you fire the quarterback? If you're an employee, well, maybe maybe they want tenure then. Because <laughs> there are certain things. I think even people with tenure can be fired, though, right? Uh, in certain situations with cause, yes. Yeah. Well, what if you throw three picks against your arch rival? Is that cause? In the state of Alabama, that's cause. Look, if we can provide death threats for a field goal kicker missing a field goal, we can certainly fire him, right? So, I mean, again, all this sounds crazy, but does it, Well, does it sound crazy? Because in the old model, you had four years to play five. I mean, sorry, five years to play four. There's guys going to play their ninth year in the NFL, I mean, in college football this year, and their eighth year, and their seventh year. Uh, there are tons of guys who are playing six years of college football. And, and so... Will we have it now to where we're going to be 10 years of college football? 11, 12? Can you play 15 years of college football? Can you fail in the NFL and then come back? Well, these are absurd things to think about. But if you're going to be an employee and make, make all kinds of money at it, why not stay in college more? What other job are you going to get? You're making, there, Paul Strela had a story the other day in Tiger Illustrated. A Clemson backup player was offered $200,000 to transfer to a, a rival ACC school. Tampered with. 200000 for a backup player. A guy that's not going to make it in the NFL. You think that the average freshman, average senior coming out of Clemson is going to make $200,000? No. So why not stay in college? Nine years, 10 years, 11 years. We're going to have 35-year-olds playing against 35-year-olds? All this sounds absurd. But guess what? So did a lot of this stuff that we're doing now. 10 years ago. And it's all on the table. All of it's on the table because right now the NCAA is, fa is facing six lawsuits right now. Oh, Mickey, that's crazy. That would never happen. Yeah, really? It wouldn't? Huh. It already, in some cases, what we thought was absurd already is happening. Just wait. And then the final thing throughout all this, Texas said, what I'm hearing in the segment is college football is dead. I don't know that. I don't know that. But I, I can see a scenario where it could be. Same way boxing is, same way NASCAR is, same way tennis is. Because in the se same way Sports Center is, same way Blockbuster Video is. There's a point in times in your life where you'd, you'd pay a million dollars for a Blockbuster franchise and go, oh man, I, I, we're going to be loaded the rest of my life. I'll pass it on to my kids 20 years down the road. Oh yeah, how'd that work for you? Things change, man. A billion people watch Muhammad Ali, George Foreman. Things change. Nobody watches boxing anymore. I'm telling you, you don't. Baseball was king. Now it's not. There's a time where, where NFL was third, but in the race, but now it's not. Baseball's coming back because of competent leadership, though, and that's what college sports is missing. Yeah, you, you got to get your ducks in a row. You got to act together, and you got to do what's best for the sport. And and and, and I'm just gonna leave you with this because in the end, while it's great for the players currently. In my opinion, there is only a threat, and I'm not saying it will happen, as the texture wanted to know, but there is only a threat, but it is a significant threat in my mind, that you kill the golden goose. Be careful in the I, 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 and the me, 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 
because there's a chance that that's it. That all this could go away. I don't want it to happen. No one wants it to happen. But all this could go away. And I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. Maybe even, not probability, but it's a factor. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. Milt Louder joins us at 725. Open phone lines. Got a ton of text to get to. Hour number two right after this.